0: Troy? Yeah. I found something on Reddit. Are we including the next doctor in this review?
1: What? Uh, yeah, maybe, I guess. No, I don't know. Are we?
0: They gave it They gave it a 4 out of 10, do you agree? No, I don't. I don't agree with that either. That's the intro. Done.
1: I do not, David Morris, see their point at all. Oh my god! I <laughs> wasn't about You need to make that a sound in the soundboard. Maybe. If you like Make it right now. Okay. Okay, here's, here's the trick, Crispy. I'm going to roll the intro, and by the time the episode starts, that's going to be a sound on the soundboard, okay?
0: Okay, I can try.
1: All right, roll the intro! Hello and welcome back to Who's There, a Doctor Who podcast, the show where two Hootubers get together and talk about Doctor Who. I'm one of your hosts, Troy, also known as Renatra and joining me today for the second time recording this very day is my good friend and co-host, Mr. Crispy of Pro. How are you doing there? I'm, I'm very sad, Troy. How are you? Why, why are you sad? Why are you sad? Because um, this is, you know,
0: these episodes, like it's the last time we're going to get at least three special episodes with David Tennant, it's very sad to me, you know, to think back yeah, on this really, time. If only really we could sad. have that we should, again. We should
1: have, like, a, we should have a big party for it, like, to celebrate, you know, his time as a Doctor. Maybe have a cake, mm. you know? Maybe have a cake and you be great. put your face on it. <laughs> put David my Tennant face on it. it, yeah. How you yeah. doing, buddy? You
0: alright? Yeah, I'm good. Really happy to be here. we got a lot Man. to talk about.
1: We just recorded our episode on Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania for special episode number four, so if you haven't yet listened to it and you're interested in Marvel stuff... Go and give it a listen. do and give it a listen. Go, go do it. We have go differing opinions on the film. Yeah, it was really interesting, actually. You know, Chris, we <laughs> had a really bad opinion and I had a really good opinion, so you can go and hear them both yeah, and it's hear us. A bit us of vice them. versa, but yeah. I don't know about that. I think your opinion was quite hmm. bad. Anyway, so we are here, ladies and gentlemen, to talk about the series four specials, David Tennant's final episodes in Doctor Who. He never showed up again. Ever, ever. Never.
0: Not even Definitely didn't twice. show up twice
1: more. So <laughs> Yeah, yeah. With a haircut that seemed to annoy everyone the first time around which was a bit they odd. got it right the second time, they right? They got it right the second time. They got it right the second time, yeah. So, we actually haven't got much in the way of news today, I'll be honest with you, because the only thing that happened in the last week was Gallifrey 1, which is, mm. for some reason, like, the big official, doc not even official, but, like, the biggest Doctor Who convention in the world, and it's not in the UK? I don't understand why there isn't, like, a big Doctor Who convention in the UK, like, that is specifically for Doctor Who. They, they they do it big in America, and that's they how do. they want it. They that's do That's how big. they want it. But Gallifrey 1, which is the convention that featured in the Doctor Who and my documentary, which we did an interview yeah. for not that long ago. Yeah, just, right, just, go just and check that, that out as well. Yeah, yeah go check that I'll go check out every episode we've seen because this is year Got two, on. baby. First episode of year two of the podcast. Oh my God! Can you believe it? we're yeah. older. Which I should say, by the way, you know, when I said last episode, you know, I'll have something special to like to mark the day. Like that's why I wasn't going to say much about the podcast. I planned to record a video to put it up on the birthday of the podcast, oh. but I went to see family and then came back and then I had to teach on Sunday evening because I agreed to that and immediately regretted it because that was a lot of energy to muster up. But it was fine, and you yeah, get paid. No. It's fine, but I didn't have time to record it, so I just did some tweets anyway, and just was like, you know, and there were some lovely tweets. You're 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 a, you're a cute bugger, you know. That was all I said. No, yeah, yeah. That was it. That's all you need you to get. say, mate. Uh, You're a bit of a cute detective. bugger as well. But... but yes, this is the first episode in year two officially. It's crazy. Really? Yeah. Really. Uh... You know, my, my reaction to that is... Oh my God! There, there go, you go, it, it, it works! The intro bit worked, everybody's <laughs> got the noise. So Thank anyone who's gosh. heard me go, oh my God! Now you know where it's from. Well, I mean, you don't yeah. know where it's from, but you've heard the original. Where is that actually from? Do we know?
0: We will never know.
1: We will never know. It's fine.
0: I think it was from the David Tennant 2009 special.
1: It was Kang's reaction when Ant-Man showed up in Ant-Man and the Wask Quantumania. Correct. Yeah, and he said it exactly like that as well. (laughs) Go watch that episode. Right, but yes, we haven't got much in the way of news other than Gallifrey 1 was the big convention. Jodie Whittaker was there. Chris Chibnall was there. Oh, yeah. But Crispy and I have a bit of a a plan, you know, a bit of a a a Mm. podcast with a plan. We have a guest that we want to try and bring onto the podcast who was in attendance at Gallifrey 1. No. I've messaged her. She is up to Ooh. appearing. It's just a matter of booking it, her in, and trying to talk about it. So, episode 49, we're going to try and talk about Gallifrey 1. We're going to give it its own episode because I think that could be really cool.
0: That'd be a great episode.
1: But the problem is, I don't know if Crispy Pro is going to be in the next episode, ladies and gentlemen. Crispy, do you want to explain the situation we have right now? Uh.
0: Okay. I can do that.
1: So, uh, no. He just goes, no, we move <laughs> on. He just disappeared no. for a week.
0: No, I, I'm on vacation. Mm. which I did not realise until today being Monday, and I was looking at my week ahead and what was to come. I was like, oh, I'm away next week. And so I messaged Troy, me, like, we are in trouble, my friends. So we have we a few are. options. We have a few options as to what we can do. But if we take yeah. a week off, don't be surprised. No, we'll try and yeah, do
1: well, it. We're not too sure. Yeah, there's, there's basically three options. Um, yeah. And the problem is we can't, we can't really leave it to the audience so much because I think one of the options might be decided before this goes out. Because I've messaged the yeah. guest with an opportunity, and if she can agree to this, we can go ahead as if nothing's happened. But we can give you a poll through the two if you want. But the option one is that we record the episode this week. I've offered one time that works for the three of us, well, for the, us two, I'm checking if it works for her. If it does, we'll record early, we'll be sorted. But if not, either we can do what 50% Doc2 Podcast does, when, a ho- when one host can't make it the a guest on, and I just chat to our guest, me to her, yeah. mm-hmm. or we take a week off and wait but, so it's a balance between, do you guys want a week off? Would it also mean the dust to settled too much from Gallifrey Wongs Because by that point, the, the com will have been two weeks nah, ago when the episode comes out. It'll be, be three weeks, weeks if you leave it even longer. So let us know if you have a preference. Are you happy for us to take a week off? Would you be okay a week without Crispy? I'm weird about it because it's our dynamic that's so special, but maybe we'd be okay for a week without it.
0: I think you'd be fine. I can you call it. You say that, as but I'm well. scared. I'm scared. I'm scared. We'll that. see what happens. We'll so see, we'll see happens.
1: So we'll see. So it's going to be a mystery next week. We don't know what's going to go on, but then for 50. It would be funny if we did have a episode without you, because then you could say you came back for the 50th. You could be David Exactly. 10. Exactly. Yeah. There you go. Who's speaking of? That's who we're talking about today. So Ooh. we're going to talk about our poll, which ties directly into the episode. Oh, gosh. The end. Directly in.
0: It doesn't work better.
1: And then we're going to go straight into the main topic. Because literally, I, unless I'm forgetting something, there has been nothing in the way of news. We talked about the shooting no. gap. We're filming stuff last week oh there was some big
0: finish stuff i believe i believe what's that
1: oh, yes and i, th- I yeah, thought we were the- gonna get away with that noise for one blooming no, week there's the one news ding
0: i believe i haven't got any source in front of me but they announced some of the guest cast for the uh 50th anniversary like eight-part audio adventure that they're going to do the 50th um, wow
1: they're doing that in 2013 i mean,
0: the 60th gosh damn it gosh damn it <laughs> ah you cheeky boy um they announced the, the whole Paternoster Pat gang are back. Michelle Gomez is doing some stuff. Um, I can't remember the rest, but they, were, they announced a bunch of names. Jackie so, Tyler's in it. Jackie Tyler, yes, that was, that was one of the big headlines, That yes. was a big
1: one. That was a big one. That was a big one. But yes, there you go. Tiny bit of news. Tiny, Tiny bit of news. news. Okay. You had, to, you had to let there be something, honestly. God, <laughs> disgraceful. <laughs> so, moving on from that. Last week, an uphole. Well, I say last week, it's actually two days ago for us. We asked you, which of the Series 4 David Tennant specials is your favourite? On YouTube, I had to say, uh, ignore the abbreviated names. For some reason, the YouTube poll only lets you have 14 characters. Oh,
0: it's so annoying.
1: It's so stupid. So we couldn't even have The Next Doctor, because the, the, that was one character too many. So the options on YouTube were Next Doctor, Planet OT Dead, <laughs> Waters of Mars, mm-hmm. End of Time. Couldn't do the thes or of the, very annoying. But the options were The Next Doctor Planet of the Dead The Waters of Mars And The End of Time Put The End of Time As one overall story Yeah I had a pretty decent idea Of the trend of this poll What do you think The trend's gonna be, Crispy? I haven't seen The poll At all well, no, So yeah So what do you think The trend will be? Um, what's,
0: for, what's gonna win? Uh, is it gonna be a, a, b- a battle?
1: On. One's gonna sweep? What do you think?
0: Let me think Let me think This is oh, a hard music This is a hard moment for me I think Planet of the Dead All the way down the bottom Okay I think. Oh, Waters of Mars will take it out. End of time in between. That's, that's what about the next guess. Doctor? Nah, stuff it. That's lower than. Next Doctor
1: Erasure from Christy Pro. Wow, okay. No, well, ladies uh, and gentlemen, here we go. Are you ready? Yeah, let what happens. I'm ready. Which what which results do you want first, Anchor or YouTube? YouTube. Oh, Anchor. Anchor. Okay, so our Spotify votes. There are 23 votes, which for two days is still pretty 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 good. So thank Brilliant. you. Brilliant. The next Doctor. <laughs> Unfortunately he didn't get a single vote. Um Planet of the Dead got nine per cent, so that's I think one, maybe two votes. The Wards of Mars got forty-three percent, and the end of time got forty-eight. You're joking. The end of really? time actually ever so slightly swept the poll on Spotify so far. That Would could change not have by expected time I this, that. Mm. But at the minute, end of time is winning. Whereas on YouTube, it's more Ooh. like what I expected. Yeah. The next Doctor is again in last with only four percent of the votes. So they're all the the diehard David Morrissey fans. Appreciate you. David Morrissey is great. He's brilliant. Uh, Planet of the Dead has 6%. Oh, wow. Then we jump up to the end of time with 33% and sweeping the poll, as I expected, is The Waters of Mars at 58%. That's brilliant. There we go. That's great. There we go. That's great. Exactly what it should be. Exactly what it should be. Yeah. Ah, very, very good. In today's episode, we are looking back on the Series 4 specials with David Tennant. Like we said, we wanted to just do series after series after series, and then look at the specials separately. But the way it works, Crispy's great little idea to do the 50th anniversary specials for the 50th episode. We're very going right. back on that a little bit. So we're doing these specials this week. In two weeks' time, the 50th specials. Then, as of April onwards, we'll go back to every month a series review. Because exactly. then it means we can do the Series 13 specials in October, and then we perfectly in time for the 60th of November. We've planned it perfectly. Podcast, Podcast with, with a, a plan! plan. A Thank plan, you. baby. A plan. And so how about you mix up crispy and? Oh, 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 oh! Sorry. oh, 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 oh I, I no, was just no, going
0: to say for for this week, you know, it it never hurts to put David Tennant in your thumbnail. That is, it, it never. Doesn't. It's not a bad thing ever. So it's
1: not, never a bad thing. You know, we put no. David Tennant in all our thumbnails for limitless stuff. It gets lots of views. You know, exactly. The views, exactly. you could say, were limitless.
0: Oh, Troy, and then he sups, sups he sips, he sips his cup. He sips, uh, just maniacally there. Beautiful. There was not, stuff.
1: nothing maniacal about it. It was quite calm, oh, no, actually. I was like, you carried the audio while I did that. Thank you. Even though I don't know what supping means. Yeah, I don't is know. Is walking into a room and going, sup? Uh, we'll like, what, what is it? I'm a big supper. Oh, I like a good supper. I love supper.
0: Yeah. Mm. I'm hungry.
1: What is this conversation? Uh, anyway, so, I figured <laughs> what we could just do before we get into our discussion is give some time to our anchor comments. Because we've gotten a little bit yeah. bad reading some of those recently. And I want to I make up for it. I want to make up for it. I've got a pair of scissors in my hand. I don't know why. Crispy, do you want some scissors? No. Get them away from me. You don't want scissors? Oh, okay. No, Get them enough. away from me. Do you know what? I would like Crispy. I'd like my room to be a bit darker again because it's gone bright. It was fine for Ant-Man, but it's not for this, you know? Yeah, it's not Waters you... of Mars, it's 42. Are you all right there on your phone, buddy? I'm looking at the anchor responses. I know, I know, I know. I was oh. making it sound like you were going to be <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> I was already giving up after five minutes. It's disgraceful. So, we have five comments, but I'm going to give one specific shout-out immediately to Caddy. Uh, Caddy Delith Delith? I really hope I'm pronouncing her name right. I'm pretty okay. sure she said, "Yeah, it's Caddy." Um, uh, yeah. But yeah. So, oh, she said, "Don't bother with Delith in her email." Whoops. Or if you can't be bothered, Paul. Yes, this is from Paul. Um, but Caddy noted that she sent us an essay a little while ago mm. about the waters of Mars. Uh, said that it's not, might not be podcast material. Totally understandable, but we're welcome to share a few bits. We're going to mention it a little bit later because she did send this to us literally months ago in October. Ages ago. And I've had a little bit of a look at it before we started recording. We're in a bit of a rush because Crispy has to go to bed, so we haven't read the whole thing. I'll be honest with you, Caddy, but we have had a bit of a look, picked out some quotes, had a little foot look. Very, very some cool. good
0: stuff. I to say something stuff. very
1: different there. I went to say "look" and started it with "f" and then went "uh, oh, uh, oh, oh. Oh. Stop myself! Stop myself! We can't be swearing. No, okay?
0: not the fifty percent boys.
1: Exactly. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not Connor. Uh, thank goodness. Mm-hmm. Um, no, <laughs> seriously. Um, but yeah, so we're going to mention that a little bit later because I thought it was a cool thing. So just shouting her out because she was one of the, the five. Should we read the other four out though? Yeah, absolutely. There's all four? There's only four so absolutely. far, so we'll read them out. All right, pick the first on.
0: one. Go. Uh, this one is from Oscar Scott, um, and they say, Wolf rest in peace, Bernard, was the best character of the specials. He had a fantastic father-son chemistry with the Doctor, and his goodbye at the church was heartbreaking. The true granddad of Doctor Who. Well put. I mean, Troy has said it a million times. One of the best scenes in all of Doctor Who is Wolf and the Doctor on that spaceship. That's just one of the best written. The dialogue in that, the acting in that, everything ten out of ten. And the
1: music, oh like the swelling music, up. oh my do, goodness, do, 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 do. like it's just so beautiful. It's so good. It's brilliant. It's it's peak. Yeah. So well said, Oscar. I agree. At least we got an Oscar. Who knows what they're talking about? I like that. Yeah. I yeah. appreciate that. For a so uh, next we got Craig Johnson. He said, "I really liked them as an end for David Tennant, and it was nice to have a thread of the Doctor getting too big for his boots and then being redeemed at the end." Mm. Very, very true. Very, very true. Yeah, yeah. I just realised "Planet of the Dead" and "Power of the Doctor" have the same acronym. Yeah, I was reading. That I was looking right at the now next and I, was, one. I was going, yeah. "Hang on, what?" Yeah, yes. "Power of the Doctor." That's not David Tennant, God, no, well, actually, no, 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 no. Actually.
0: So this one is from Artie's own, and they say I really enjoy all of them, even the next Doctor and Power of the Doctor. I mean, Planet of the Dead. Mm-hmm. As I have vivid memories of first watching them on broadcast. I'm very jealous. Waters of Mars is classic edge of your seat action and The End of Time is one of my favourite stories ever. Yeah. Look, I mean, Ooh. there's definitely some positives in all of them. Some are better than others, though. That's my hot take.
1: Yeah, the the Pilot the Dead is the best one. No. Um, and finally we have the Beast Boss, as you want to pronounce it. Uh who said, are you not doing Peter Capaldi now just to mess with me? Yeah, I'm sorry. We did ask about what everyone thought of the Series 8, sp- uh, the series eight, and then we just kind of abandoned it. Don't worry, we'll use the comments. We will ask again, so if you want to recycle them when we ask them again, feel free. Yeah, exactly. But we'll try and look back at the original ones we asked when we go to re-record it. Notice how I just went from we will to we'll try to in about five seconds, because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got went from what we should say to realistic expectations very quickly there. Um, but then uh, the Beast Boss then said, I think the specials in Series 4 are pretty cool, But The Wolf of Time is definitely my favourite because it is a sad ending and a great story. Whilst the Beast Boss likes sad endings, likes being sad. Some people enjoy the sad stuff,
0: some people like the happy stuff.
1: I know I was like that earlier watching episode 6 of The Last of Us, which I can still joke about in this You You told
0: me that Shrek is back, and I do not want to know these spoilers. Okay. Speaking
1: of, have you seen Puss in Boots 2? This is a very brief yes. sidetrack.
0: No, I know exactly where you're going with this, because I saw your... Tw- yes, I was I was there. I'm a Puss in Boots The Last Wish stan. What a great yeah, so, film. So,
1: mild spoilers for the ending of Puss in Boots The Last Wish, so just jump that ahead has been like out 30 out for 30 seconds months. if you don't want to hear. Only in the, in the UK, it's been out for two weeks. In America, it was out what? for before the UK. Oh, it's That's been, why it's I haven't seen out. it yet. It's been out in it's Australia, wow ages. I saw Joel Paulie H2 tweeting out about it and I'm very annoyed with him because he, he his, his review on Letterboxd was uh, the, the film ending with Puss in Boots going to far, far away with the Shrek theme in the background got me more hyped than the last five years of Marvel films and I was like the film ends with him going into Shrek 2? I thought they were set after the Shrek films. I didn't realise they were prequels. And no, I'm like, no, no, no. Like that, that, I can't believe in the year of our Lord 2023 I am annoyed that I got spoiled by a Puss in Boots film. It's
0: an absolutely brilliant film, and you need to watch it.
1: Imagine it being like Black Widow, where the Avengers theme plays, as she flies off. And instead, it's just like the Avengers theme as he sails to far, far away. Yeah. <laughs> I have got an ogre to kill. Da yeah. da da da
0: da. Like... <laughs> and then I saw her face.
1: Yeah. And now I'm a believer. So there you go. There's our audience comments. Thank you all very much for commenting. On Thank this, you very, this, very uh, much. Episode, and that wraps up episode 48 of Who's There? A doctor Who. Pot? so crispy. Yeah. We've got four stories to talk about. Yeah. Right. The next Doctor. Uh huh. Planet of the Dad. Okay. Waters of Mars. Yeah, and right. The time of Ends. No worries. Time of Ends. Sorry, I got a bit mixed up there, you know? I got a bit mixed up. Yeah. got a bit mixed up. You mm-hmm. know, it's, it's all very. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I don't know what happened there. Wow, that was a lot. Please tell me you know what I did there.
0: No. I, you just looked like. I was uh... doing the
1: head shaking from the end of time.
0: with. The, oh! They did not make master... that kind of a noise. It's more of like a.
1: Yeah, but I had to do something for the audience as long as I just hear my headset flying around the place. Think, <laughs> and they'd be like, I why is this?" It, the... I
0: think if you went. People wouldn't know what you're doing. They're right. not
1: serious. Oh, God, I'm all over <laughs> my face.
0: Deary me. That was Deary not worth me. it. That
1: was not worth the effort. Oh, my computer. No. I'm so, so sorry, buddy. I'm so sorry. Crispy, oh. I'll, get, I'll, get a, I'll, get a, I'll get a cloth. Talk oh. us through the next Doctor.
0: Go. The next Doctor. Okay, this is uh, otherwise known as clickbait. Um, this is the most <laughs> click clickbaity episode of Doctor Who. I have ever seen um, This is He's not wrong One of The most viewed If not one of the most viewed I think it's the second most viewed In all of New Who episodes uh, Because people thought That we were actually going to see The successor of David Tennant Which is understandable In an episode called The Next Doctor Mind you If it did end up being David Morrissey I would not have seen Any problem with that um, But overall As a story It's fine It's very run of the mill I enjoyed the little aspect They have The Cybermen I don't know how I feel about them in this episode. Um, but it's a fun time. And it's the last episode to be shot in standard definition. Um, mm. So
1: And felt very standard as a result.
0: Yes. yes. No, Your thoughts, I Troy?
1: <laughs> I quite like this episode. I I don't know. Maybe, maybe I didn't care it's as fun. much about the whole he's not the next Doctor thing. Because I feel like it obviously it was a bit clickbait and luring people in. But I was a kid and I wasn't that bothered when it w- revealed he wasn't. And I was like, oh, okay, fine. Yeah. You know, I just, as a kid, I didn't really care. But mm. it's also like, would they really, like, would they really be as bold as to go, here's the next Doctor and put it in an episode and here's David Morrissey? Like, we should have known from the start that wasn't really how it was going to play out, right? Surely. Well, I don't know. I feel like the... Especially from the opening. Like, the TV the TV
0: climate was a bit different back then and the internet culture and all that. Like, how... I don't... I wasn't watching the show back then. So I don't, I don't know how, you know, these things these things happen, how it, how it gets out to the public.
1: Maybe the audience was... um was already riled up because we just had David Tennant not regenerating
0: in you know, the previous year in Stolen oh, that Earth year. because
1: everyone was going crazy over that as an audience yeah. and then all of a sudden it was like the next Doctor and it's David Morrissey so everyone's like wait is he regenerating for real maybe people were just like tense because of that
0: it's two cop outs back to back I know mm.
1: Russell Davies does love his cop outs
0: <laughs> yeah literally
1: he does but no it's, I like it I mm. like the Cybermen in it I like, I like Miss Hartigan interesting to have like a yeah. human aiding them kind of thing Mm. I quite like that vibe Um, always a
0: fun fun angle
1: but David Morrissey is the standout like his performance is absolutely amazing as is in everything he does David Morrissey is just an absolute king I love that man even though he's ridiculously tall and scared me a little bit when I met him and he was just like this big towering man it's like Russell T Davies if you ever meet Russell T Davies like honestly I keep making jokes but like I will look up at him and be like I'm a fan of your work Russell I'll be looking at him like that like I love I love what you did with Doctor Who you're very cool
0: I'm glad you're back mate I'm glad you- hello? Right
1: down here. <laughs> it's like he's Lord Farquaad <laughs> in Shrek at the top of the castle, yeah, and he's like, you know, yeah. <laughs> some of you may die, but that is a sacrifice I am mm. willing to make. I am willing to make. Why are we doing Shrek references?
0: Uh, What's Shrek on? special episode. I think on. maybe
1: we're compensating for something.
0: Nice reference.
1: Yeah, To Shrek! <laughs> Shrek! <laughs> oh, see, these jokes, you know what they have, Crispy? Layers. Layers. Yeah! <laughs> 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 Onions have layers! Layers. Right. Um, speaking of la- layers, uh, how about the Cyber King? What do we think of that? As, you know, uh, this giant robot menacing thing that towers over London. You have it? I have the Cyber King. Look Can at that. Can you hold baby. it up closer to the camera for me, please? I'm scared of it being dusty like everything else is in my room, even though I dust things. It's alright, mate. I'm feeling a bit dusty. Oh, it is. Oh, wow. Oh, oh my god, there's an actual, like, piece of dust in the middle of it. I dust this stuff so often I swear my room it might be because of my PC but it just gathers dust so easily Mm. maybe it's something to do with PC I don't know I dust this room so much and I just looked in the light and saw the dust then and I want to be sick I'm so embarrassed
0: it's alright it looked fine to me but everyone in the comments please make make direct reference to how disgustingly dusty the Cyber King is yeah in the
1: episode not in my figure no not not in Troy's real life now it's much better there you go look crispy
0: Oh, wow. He does look cool. cool I didn't realise how small his head was, comparatively.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. I, and if you actually look really carefully, you can see hard skin in the head. Can you? No.
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> Got you there,
1: buddy. Got you there. You pranked you there. me. I will say, the only bit of the episode that I think is a little bit goofy is when the doctor clears her mind when she sat in that chair. Yeah. And, like, she, she like, just screams and goes, Huh? Hey. Like there's some really like she makes some really weird noise and the sideman just stared at her and it felt like a bit weird tonally. And not not yeah. in a, you're pulling a face like it was rude. I don't mean like that. It just like she made some weird like screams and the side man stared mm. and I was like what's going on? And the music was also a bit goofy in that one little yeah. bit and then she blew everyone up and I was like okay fine. But it just, it just pulled me out of it for a second there. She was like look what you become. She was like ah. <laughs> so that video of the guy is like I still love you. Oh yeah. <laughs> like I was just, it's a weird <laughs> weird little moment. Um. But overall, as an episode, David Morrissey steals the show and elevates it. I think I love, we can both agree like, on that. Also, also, one of the most underrated bits is just the, David Tennant opening a door, a sad man being there and going, okay, and then just slamming okay. the door yeah. in his face again. That is That's a, good a great bit. little
0: bit. I love that. It reminds me of um, Graham and, and Ryan's dad.
1: Oh, nope. yeah. <laughs> oh, <Nope>. shuts door. <laughs> I love little little <laughs> mini comedy bits like that. You just broke yeah. my chair. Golden. It's my chair. Golden. My you just chair. broke my chair. Yeah. <laughs> That's my Oh, chair. Ho,
0: broke my chair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dearie. Oh,
1: dearie. <laughs> it's one of those days. <laughs> Whoa. Broke my chair. Oh, Do you think everyone's going to still get that to scare me there reference? I know we made that reference I a few hope times. So. Is everyone going to guess so. that that was what you did? Whoa. Oh. Oh, broke my chair. Broke my chair. <laughs> oh. Where did you buy your chair from, Graham? The pear head. The head. Has, yeah anyway so that's the next doctor what would you give that out of out of 10 mm, i what a great chat. About a similar
0: similar review to ant-man i don't know six or a seven don't ish. don't
1: spoil our ant-man episode bro we don't I, go I didn't to say it. i didn't say what exactly what said similar you said similar to ant-man about a six that means that you gave ant-man about a six
0: you don't know <laughs> you weren't there. I know, we just
1: plummin' recorded you don't, it, you, you goon. You don't know. <laughs> Why did I call you a goon? You goon.
0: <laughs> oh,
1: no. Jim, the last time I heard the word goon was in the Lego Batman game.
0: last time I heard the word goon was watching Scooby-Doo.
1: Riddler's goons. The joke is goons. goons. Oh, no. Goon just sounds like a really weird word, you know?
0: Goon is a strange word. What happens if you, you Google word definition? Goon?
1: A person hired to terrorise or beat up or kill opponents. Wow. Oh, well, you do terrorise me.
0: Goons are killers? Mate, the only thing I'm killing is this review right now.
1: Boom. Yeah. That was terrible. Uh, speaking of uh, things that are dead, moving on to the next special, Planet of the Dead. That deserved which an award. That Easter. was really good. Thank you. Easter 2009. Mm. Okay, we had a few months without Doctor Who, and then we got this. I find it so funny, too, like, they were going to film sp- several specials to air throughout 2009. And when did they air? April? November, December, January. Like, it was just like, it wasn't spread out as they made it sound. A bit like Jodie's one. I was about but, to know, say, it feels very in 2023. Yeah.
0: Similar to what we, we got had.
1: January, April, October, November, mm. the year after. Like, it's, oh, it's rough. It's rough. Can mm. you believe It's only been four months since Power of the Doctor. We still have nine months. It'll until go so. David so Tennant comes back. You so say that. quick. You
0: say that, but, you know. We're going to be huge. By then, we're gonna have 10 million subs.
1: By that I don't point. want to put more weight on. Thanks, Crispy. I don't want oh, to be neither. huge. either. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. It's a bit <sighs> of a deep moment. Um, so, mm. what do you think of Planet of <laughs> the Dead? This is a really weird episode. I feel because That's we're actually like, trying to structure it more this time, episode by episode, rather than just going. What do you think of Series Six? It's all right, isn't it? Yeah, cool. It's all all, right, all right, right, moving on. It's all
0: right. It's yeah. all right. Yeah. Um. This episode, Planet of the Dead. I rem- this was one of the first ever episodes I watched of Doctor Who. Would you believe You went from James Corden To Lee Evans To Yep I think I watched I think I watched um, The Lodger Pandorica opens The Big Bang And then there was Nothing I didn't I had no idea that Christmas specials existed Or anything like that So I went to the I went to the library And I remember getting The End of Time Planet of the Dead And maybe Series 1 Some Like a disc From Series 1 Or something Um, And I remember Watching this And being like Whoa Like This is fun This is a great time. I I was, like, uh, intrigued by the flying bus. I remember being like, well, that's some Harry Potter nonsense right there. That is really (laughs) cool. I don't know
1: why I really thought you were going to swear that the flying bus... (laughs) Flying
0: bus. Um, (laughs) Yeah. You know what I was Um, thinking there. Like, I really thought... Because your Australian accent,
1: you could say it like that and it sounded a bit like that. And I was like, was like... I swear, no. this this podcast is just constantly me thinking you're going to swear. One day you actually will, and it will stun the well, world. You're the streamer. You you swear far more than me. I think. Right. Moving on. So, what do you think <laughs> of uh, everything else beyond that? Yeah, you know, uh, what, what do you think of um, Michelle Ryan as Lady Christina Great. D'Souza?
0: Yeah, I think she she might have been the highlight of this episode for me she because pretty, I, she's pretty I, goofy. She goofy. I thought they I thought they made her a very. Um, a full character. I really liked what they were going with. You know, she was a thief and they addressed that and the doctor was like, bro, you shouldn't be doing that. And then at Bruh. the end, I thought, th- I thought they were going to just like ruin um, their relationship when the doctor's like really harsh to her. But then I think he gives her the keys to the bus. It's like, what happens at the end there? I can't remember. Yeah,
1: so she asks to travel with him and he goes, no. <laughs> Which I Oh, love. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right, that's yeah, right. And then he unlocks the bus for her to escape on to save her get- from getting arrested. I mean, you literally yeah. lets a criminal get away on a flying bus.
0: Well, it also... Well, one... It, it kind of, it ties into David's arc, uh, because he's like, you know, he's going through this Time Lord. Oh, no, he's not. He's not Time Lord Victorious yet, is he? Well, Never he has mind. just no.
1: been told he will knock four times, so he's, yeah, he's, he's, no, he's beginning to fear for his life. I
0: think, I think he's going through his, I don't want to travel with companions anymore, because I'm really sad, yeah. because they all die Where where where? where? Me. Donna
1: forgot, I, yeah. I don't care anymore. Where, yeah. where, where?
0: Which which what which works on that level. I mean, David Tennant yeah. in this episode and all of these specials is great, probably especially um, end of time, a we could special-y. say. Uh, yes, very good. Very yeah, that good. good.
1: That was good. Um, I love that he could turn his glasses into sunglasses as well. That was pretty epic. That was epic as well.
0: Um, I loved the location shooting on this. I thought that was really well done. They could have very much just filmed uh, it in a Cardiff, uh, a Cardiff studio, but they were like, no, nah, we're going to go to Dubai and it do the Dubai. damn thing. Yeah, they went to Dubai for they filmed in no. real sand. Yeah, yeah, and they the reason I don't the, like sand. No, it's coarse, it's rough, and it gets everywhere. Coarse and
1: rough and irritating, and it gets everywhere. Um, yeah, but
0: uh, yeah, they the reason the bus is all dinged up there was because they had to transport it over there, and when they tried to transport it to the filming location, it arrived beat up. So they wrote into the script that when it went through the wormhole, the bus got beat up. Would you believe?
1: Wow, yeah, I see. To ensure the desert scenes looked as realistic as possible, the production team filmed in Dubai for three days, sending several props, including a 1980 double-decker Bristol VR bus to the United Arab Emirates for filming. After a shipping container unintentionally damaged the bus in Dubai, Davies rewrote the script to explain the damage in the narrative.
0: That's, that's crazy. called adapting. I'm pretty sure that was in Confidential.
1: I think that's where I, I saw that. Yeah, uh, I don't know where that's credited on here, but this is as per Wikipedia. Very interesting. Very, very interesting. interesting. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I really like Michelle Ryan. I love the 10th Doctor. Like, the, his story's kind of, you know, he's he's, he's like, I don't want to trouble anyone else. I do like that idea. It's an interesting narrative to explore in those specials. You get a little bit of that. You know, because there's, there's like, despite it not being a full series, you got to have some kind of through thread. Mm. So, you know, for the for Jodie's specials, it was Thasmin. For Matt's specials, it was, I guess, Gallifrey? they're only really two, so so it's difficult to have more thread for him but for David like it was this kind of you know I I can't I don't want to travel with anyone else they all get hurt to then him Mm. you know proving that as Donna said he needs someone there to stop him absolutely and Donna was that perfect person for him so then you know bringing it back in with Wolf was was fantastic but as Planet of the Dead goes it's definitely the worst of the specials in my opinion
0: Mm. I don't think it's necessarily a bad
1: episode but I, I get more fun out of David Morrissey in the next Doctor than I do out of Michelle Ryan in Planet of the Dead. Fair enough, that okay. Yeah, I, I But I, I, I do like that. their dynamic. I really like David and Michelle's dynamic. They mm. work really well together. Um, but I kind of like that she was a one-and-done companion. Like, not every yeah. cool character Makes has it a to bit get special. thought up on. You know, it's not like Victorian Clara, where everyone goes, it should have been her, it should have been her. Exactly. Your camera died. Yeah. <laughs> Disappointed. We did your all right, though. Your camera cannot perform under pressure, okay? No.
0: No, it well, I mean, you
1: know, performance issues are not uncommon. One out of five. Exactly. Um, Shrek references, Avengers references, we're doing everything. We're doing everything. We're doing everything. Uh, everything. We do it live. While
0: we're on the topic of Planet of the Dead, there was a BBC article released in 2009 hyping up the episode, and they hyped up the monsters in that episode, being like, this is the scariest thing since the Weeping Angels and the Daleks and the Sidemen. We have a new iconic villain on our hands, and it was those fly things that I can't even remember the name of.
1: The Tritivores.
0: Yes, those.
1: But they're not even villains.
0: They're, I know. They're just They were hyping them up. Being like, they're the new big bad.
1: What? I... What? Yeah. So like when I, they said, you know, if you think that Spyfall Part 2 was good, wait till you see the next episode, and it was yes. often 55. Correct.
0: That's exactly, <laughs> oh, exactly the type of nonsense...
1: Oh, we Doctor with Who, Doctor public, Who fans. publicizing media people. What are you doing? What are you doing? They haven't seen the episodes. They're just hoping the it. of Wars were very creepy. I'll say that much. They were they were creepy, creepy people. They were creepy people. You know, creepy people. Flying about, fly about the place. You know, they were flying about the place. Um, it was really creepy face prosthetics. I really liked that. But I guess the real villains were the stingray shark things. Did we actually get a name for them?
0: Oh, let me see. Wikipedia. They're called um stingray shark things, I believe. Oh, are they actually? Yeah, that's their
1: official title uh, from, their, oh, okay. from their planet. Okay. Um, stingray shark planet. The I'm planet. just looking to see if I can see anything about it. Um, preventing a race of metallic stingray aliens from posing a threat to Earth. Yeah, I don't think they actually gave them a name from the look of it. We can give them a um, name. What, do you,
0: what name do you want to give them? Um, the Beatles. The
1: Beatles? <laughs> I don't know. There were flies and now there's stingrays. I don't know. I just came up with something stupid.
0: We shall call... From now on, they shall be called the Beatles.
1: I think we should call them all collectively Jeff
0: Jeff Alright
1: Or Or Pauls oh, They're all Pauls
0: They're nice. all the Pauls that we, we have shall... now the
1: Council of Pauls
0: Yeah okay okay I like that This is world building We now have uh, named an official Doctor Who monster That was never named we, we. They're all Pauls They're all Pauls The Pauls Yeah The, polls.
1: Yeah, the polls. Oh no the
0: Pauls they're on their way. That white. is
1: appalling. Anyway, so. Very good. Uh, <laughs> that's my Andrew Garfield impression. Do you like that? That's good. <laughs> <gave me laughs> so now we move on to The Waters of Mars.
0: Oh, I'm getting a bit and thirsty, mate. I'm getting a bit thirsty. This,
1: to begin this, we mm-hmm. take a small quote from Caddy's essay that we mentioned oh, earlier. Oh, yes. Very which good. she pulled from Doctor 2 Confidential, uh, which is what, this is what David Tennant had to say about the episode. There's a limit to what you can do with an unchanging character. Has to pretty much always win the day and pretty much always has to be reset to zero at the end of every story. But we're in the unique position now because we know the Tenth Doctor story is coming to an end where we can start being a little bolder with that and tell stories with this character that you can only tell once. So there you go. Well, interesting angle for Waters of Mars. Thank you, Caddy, for pointing that out to us. Um, I don't know how we'll go about sharing the essay. It looks like she's got it, so you can't edit it. You have to request access, so hopefully... We can just share it and no one can mess around with it because no don't want anyone to ruin the essay for her. Although, let's face it, she's probably got a local copy that couldn't be messed with either way. Mm. Um, but we'll share that around. Um, we'll put it in the description of YouTube so you can go and click on it and give it a read if you want to. But uh, yeah, Wars of Mars, Crispy? What do you think of the best of the specials?
0: <laughs> it is a banging episode. It's one of the all-time classics. It does something different. It, it's got its own unique style and I very much like that. I like it being set on Mars. I like it being set in the near future. It has probably one of the more strong guest cast that we've ever seen in Doctor Who. Memorable guest cast. Duncan was phenomenal, yeah. Yeah. Uh, One of the best guest performances we've had in Doctor Who, period. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, And it's just an insane story. And they really give a lot for David Tennant to work with. And you see that in the last 20 minutes. Mm. It's insane. Uh, I love it. It's a great story. Great villain.
1: I have to admit I really like that the people who made Eternals must have seen Gemma Chan in The Waters of Mars. Yeah, she's Yeah, the they'd Turtles, seen isn't her she? deal with water in that episode so they had her have a, a steamy scene with Richard Madden on a beach where they got water on them.
0: Oh, I Do didn't know. Do you remember that scene that Eternals was that was like
1: unnecessarily steamy?
0: No, I've seen Eternals once. I can't remember.
1: Yeah, well, let's not go there. Um, but that was, that's, if you get that joke, you'll see why. Uh, I think th- I oh, that was yeah. quite a good one. Thank you all very much. But yeah, no, I love when you see, like, now huge actors in Doctor Who in tiny roles, like oh, yeah. Andrew Garfield and Gemma Chan. Like, mm. you get loads of people like that. Uh, but Gemma Chan was great in that anyway. But Lindsay Duncan as Captain Adelaide Brooke, she was amazing. I absolutely Incredible. loved her character. But I also love this whole narrative because it focuses on the whole fixed point thing. You know, we saw it discussed in the fires of Pompeii, Mm. but they didn't do anything about it because they couldn't change history. Whereas this time, it's like, well, what happens if you do change a fixed point? Like, you're not supposed to do it. What, what if the doctor does that, and what are the consequences of that? And I just love this idea of the doctor being like, you know what? Screw everything. I ain't got a companion. I'm gonna die soon. The last of the Time Lords. Well, actually, leave the world in an even worse place. And the interesting thing is, this is what I want to talk about with Time Lord Victorious specifically. There are some elements I think people forget about Time Lord Victorious, but don't bear it in mind immediately. The first one is that the 10th Doctor, when he finds out he's going to die, that incarnation has only been alive for about six years. Mm. Because at that point, the Doctor is 900 years old. And at that point, we thought he'd only had 10 lives. He technically had 11, 12, if you count his regeneration, stolen Earth. We had the War Doctor John Hurt, obviously. So let's say, for argument's sake, because he is the 12th incarnation, if you'd lived for 900 years and you had 12 incarnations, you'd hope each incarnation would have about at least 70, 80 years to them. I'm not doing the math in my head, but it'd be roughly like that. So if you're on your 12th incarnation and it's only six years and you're like, you're going to die, mate, you would be a bit distraught. I know mm. I would be. Yo,
0: absolutely, but then when absolutely. you add
1: on to that, you add on to that that it's his penultimate incarnation. At that point in time, he knows his next regeneration is going to be his last one. Hmm. Then he's going to be even more unwilling to regenerate. He doesn't want to. Why would he want to do that? He's vain. Right. He's only lived for six years as this body that he really likes. Which everyone really liked, let's be fair. And uh, you know, he's gonna move on to the next one who can't regenerate. Yeah. Know? And also for anyone who's wondering about the age thing, um David Tennant does say he's nine hundred and three in like series two around the start, and then he ends up being nine hundred and Oh no, no, it's nine hundred nine hundred years old when Eccleston regenerates and he says nine hundred and six in the end of time.
0: Oh there you go, yeah. yeah. It's a very short, very short time for Yeah. So roughly David six Tana's- years. And then Matt Smith's there for like three hundred years or something. Spends most of that time even on longer, yeah, No, Christmas or something.
1: I think I think the eleventh Doctor is the is the longest living incarnation because he lived for about a thousand years because the de- tenth Doctor on oh, in yeah. nine hundred six, and then Capaldi at the start of his start run says I've lived 2000. for over two thousand years, yeah. yeah. Which means that the eleventh Doctor lived for about eleven 1, hundred years.
0: I mean, fair enough.
1: And then Jodie just has to live for thousands of years. Chris will just went, you know what? I give up. <laughs> I, give <laughs> Dad, up. I don't know how old she is. Oh, There's sure. no point in even trying. Got no point no idea. In trying. Although, do we count the Twelfth Doctor is like four and a half billion years old? Probably not, right? Because that version of no. him kept resetting in Heaven's Sense. It wasn't yeah. like he actually lived for that long. No, no.
0: You
1: know, he couldn't no. always silly. do this. He couldn't keep doing this. You know, couldn't he just lose? God, it just lose. God, I just lose. Uh, so yeah, so that's why the Time Lord Victorious thing is such an interesting thing to me. And I think it's extra layers that maybe people don't think about so much sometimes. Mm. What do you think of the water as a villain? Oh,
0: incredible. One of the, like, I when I show people Doctor Who, this is one of the episodes that I go to. Because it's very accessible. And people love a good villain. And this, it's just so creepy. And it's like, it's water. How do you avoid water? Exactly. How do you do that? That's a very hard ask, and you know, there's some of the, some of the kills in this episode. You know, it's a little drop from the ceiling. Little drop from yeah. the, ce- you're done. You were done.
1: And yeah, and especially is it Steffi's death when she like gets mm. sealed into a room, and then just because water starts pouring in there, she's crying, she's gonna die. It's like there's no other situation where that would ever happen. No one would be crying because they're about to die because water got into a room.
0: Well, I mean, Titanic maybe.
1: You're never gonna let go of that, are you?
0: Sorry, sorry. Oh, you won't get that joke
1: <laughs> I still can't believe you haven't seen Titanic, by the way.
0: No, never seen it.
1: You have to watch it, and you have to watch I know it how soon. it is. Watch it with know, your girlfriend.
0: I... No. No.
1: Why not? Has she seen it?
0: Spoilers. Probably. I don't know.
1: Well, there you go. So she's got better taste than you have. Oh, there you go. But but yeah, and, and it's kind of it, it I know I'm relating it a lot to the last of us at the minute, but it's kind of the similar principle as the last of us, because unlike Azot, like typical zombie stories, The Last of Us infection is based on a fungus that exists and that does the stuff that it does already to ants. It just doesn't work in humans currently. Yikes. Um, mm. But like, it's like, you know, do well, you don't remember that in the first episode because they were saying, you know, cordyceps only works in ants and, and lesser insects but if, if the if it could adapt to higher temperatures it would work in humans and could control humans oh, in the same way yeah 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 it's so not to scare everyone but the doc is documentaries on youtube of showing you the cordyceps taking over ants and you literally see it growing out of them it's creepy stuff mm. but it's that mm. same kind of thing where you take something that is like it actually exists in the real world and you spin it and go what if this happened with it what if water was actually able to control you in that same sense and it's a creepy thing because it's like this mm. is something you interact with every day. You don't interact with fungus every day necessarily, but it's around you. No. Whereas you know, water. I mean, I people always ask what I'm drinking. I'm drinking like cordial that you fill up with water. So I've got three, three, four parts water in every glass that I drink. Some people just drink straight water. You know what I mean? Some people. I was going to say some people drink gay water, but that's not a funny joke. That's not. <laughs> that's not a funny joke. It just wasn't. It wasn't good. <laughs> it wasn't good. It wasn't good. We're keeping it in, but, like, it wasn't a good joke. It wasn't a good joke. But I have a question, Crispy. What are you looking at? Because you've been staring at your computer yeah, for a long well, while, and I, and I just remember screen were,
0: colours. There were some fun facts about this episode. Mm. So, did you know that this story was initially envis- envis- envisaged... Um, how do you say that word? Envisaged, envisaged, yeah. as a Christmas special with working titles including Christmas on Mars and Red Christmas. Several festive references remain, such as the crew on Mars preparing for Christmas dinner and the snowing when the Doctor arrives back on Earth when he exclaims how he likes snow. Yeah.
1: And it's snowing. I I love snow. I did not know that. Did you also know that it's the first time in Modern Doctor Who I believe, Liverpool is mentioned? What? Mm Hmm. I'll never forget this. When he seals the the air gap, when he comes back in in the final section of the base and he goes... Um, uh, something steel, magnificent. Made in Liverpool, magnificent workmanship.
0: Oh, uh, Yeah, like, steel in like, the steel of the base made
1: in Liverpool. Ooh, yeah, and I was right. like, "Ho oh, oh, ho!" Oh, Scare me there. So me uh, I'm very happy about the, that. We've the got a nice Liverpool reference, you know. Maybe Dan made it. You know, he was a plasterer. Did he do any plastering on space stuff later on? Yeah, I, I, mean, I still found it so funny that Dan Dan was, the plasterer like, the, like, we never the knew. John Bishop <laughs> said on, on an interview that he was his name was Dan and he was a plasterer from Liverpool and he apparently got railed by the BBC for saying that much despite A. him being revealed in Liverpool mm-hmm. in a Liverpool video he's a Scouse actor and B. the plasterer thing was never mentioned in Doctor Who ever which
0: I find weird I find very it's strange it's so
1: odd it's so strange I don't get it it's odd oh so, oh. another fun fact. More fun, for fun you. facts. Oh, Go. Also, can I just say I love how your your camera quality is so bad for me right now. Like I can hear you, you're fine, but you're so pixely with me. Oh no! So, I'm, I'm basically just seeing like a Minecraft character telling me fun facts.
0: That is fine. In a deleted scene, the Doctor suggests uh, suggested that the Ice Warriors were unable to defeat the
1: flood and fled the planet as a result, explaining their absence. Did they mention the Ice Warriors in the episode? He does actually. He does mention the Ice Warriors briefly. I was going to say during the scene where they're looking at the crack in the ice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which, by the way, I love that connection. Time. And it's one thing I've said before about what I love about Rusty Davy's stories, the, the connection and acknowledgement that the Earth has lived through these alien invasions and that they remember them, because she mm. notes when the Earth moved across the universe and the Daleks are flying around and the Dalek that saw her through the window looked her up oh, and down that's right. and flew away. Which, the only issue I have with that, with that bit, and it, you've probably thought it too, and I'm sure a lot of people, other people have. Yeah. The Daleks in that story are going to eliminate the entire universe, right? Mm. The entire universe is going to die. Every human being, every goal. other creature, right? But that Dalek looks at her and goes, she's a fixed point in time. I can't kill her. I've got to fly away. Well, doesn't that Dalek then immediately know if that's the case, that they're not going to win against everyone else because the he Dalek ju- just he- flew away. And went, I've got to preserve time and keep this woman alive because in 50 years, she's going to go to Mars. But the Dalek, yeah. that's the same Dalek that's like, we're going to kill everyone in the two hours, you know? No. Like it's It's... A he, bit He, odd, he a felt bit embarrassed. He was,
0: he was like, oh, who's going to gonna break it to Davros, huh? We're not going to do gonna this.
1: <laughs> who's going to break it to Daddy Davros? Yeah, I'm we, guessing we the idea is that the Dalek could sense it, but couldn't sense what was up and decided not to kill her. But because the way David Tennant words it in that, he says, I think the Dalek knew. It's yeah. like, if it knew, then wouldn't it have been more worried about their plan failing? The reality bomb having a bit of a... A lead balloon effect, you He would have, he, just,
0: he, he had to bite his tongue. He was like, oh, I can't, I can't say anything. Daleks did not even or have, else have tongues, I'll get bro. External. How do Daleks
1: even speak? I don't get that. But uh, Their little their little brain, remember? They're hooked up to the thing. Yeah, but, I mean, when they're not in the suit, I mean, Dalek Khan wasn't connected to the suit and was just, like, oh, blobbing through, and flapping through about. Through that, it like, then it's just... It's the doctor just... is coming! <laughs> um, Actually, he, maybe that was Andrew Garfield. Maybe. The doctor is coming. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you need to make Andrew Garfield laughing on the soundboard. You need to put that on the it well. We're gonna run out of space. I'm kidding. We can How many slots have you got left? Infinite. There you go, <laughs> and You got no problem. Cool. And I have a search
0: thing as well. There you go. Crikey, we have just so just many. For,
1: oh my god. Oh my
0: god. Oh my god. Oh my god. There it is. There it is, It's the is, constant everyone. loop. Now we
1: all just keep alternating between the soundboard yeah, and us saying all, it for like ten us. minutes. <laughs> um, but yeah, so... I love the time of Victorious speech. I love the the music of him coming in and being like, you know, I was told he will knock four times and it doesn't mean right here, right now because I don't hear anyone knocking to you. Although, mm. I don't know if I've ever told you this, but little fun fact about me as a kid, when the Flood knocks three times on the door and he goes, yeah. three knocks is all you're getting, my silly little brain as a kid thought that meant... Wait, that's three knocks. That means he only needs one more knock now and then he can die.
0: Oh, he ran out of knocks.
1: <laughs> yeah, I thought it meant like the, 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 you'll hear four knocks. And once you've heard adorable. four knocks, you're dead. That's so funny. So I presumed one, two, three. Okay, so all he needs is now for one more person to knock a door and he's going to fall over and die or something. Wow. So he just, he arrives in, in London at Christmas and Wolf just goes, you're right, like, doctor. And he goes, ah, and there's a heart attack oh. and just dies.
0: <laughs> one knock on the Tata's door, bam.
1: Even if I change, it feels like dying. And then he just goes, on the table he goes bah, 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 bah. <coughs> so I did think that was what was going to happen so yeah. I'm very silly like that but speaking of, speaking of speaking of Wilf speaking of moving mm, on although Wars yeah. of Time actually we did Waters of Time we didn't give a score to Wars of Mars or Planet of the Dead so what okay. score are you giving did we give a score to Next Doctor actually you gave a score but yeah. I don't know if I did
0: okay you give a score then
1: you said 6 for Next Doctor I'd probably agree 6 or a 7 Planet okay. of the Dead I feel about the same 6, 7 maybe probably oh, 6 yeah that's 6 yep yeah Waters of I'll Mars though 10
0: oh yeah oh ten. yeah it's pretty damn near perfect maybe 9.5
1: that stolen earth plot hole with the Dalek annoys me but it's not enough to ruin the episode so no. I'd still give it a 10 no still give it a 10 and it's one of the very few plot holes I have a problem with you know I don't care about plot holes or I just don't notice yeah, you them don't. you don't quite a Marvel films, everyone's like hey you know plot, plot hole, you know, plot hole and I never noticed them I, I'm better with continuity errors Yeah. still the, the the best one I ever spotted and I said that to you was, was Fear Her when he takes opens the jar puts one finger in the jar oh, that's two right, fingers yeah, yeah. in and licks them, the camera mm. goes to Rose and goes back to him who's only suddenly got one finger in his mouth. So you can he's just tell they were separate Whoosh. takes. Yeah, yeah, to anyone yeah. who hasn't seen our looking back on series 2, enjoy that. You'll never look at fair hair the same yeah. way if you ever watch exactly. it again. Um, but now we move on to the end of time. Crispy. Oh. It's the end, but the moment has been prepared for. Mm. So now we go with the most important question to begin with. Okay. Which part is better? Part 1, part 2? Ooh. Ooh. That's a tough one. That's no a very not. tough one. No, it isn't.
0: What? You're going to say part two? Part two is easily superior. I really like the vibe of the first one. Oh, don't get me
1: wrong. Both episodes are phenomenal. I give them both at least a 9 out of 10. But I just enjoy part two more. For the scene in the spaceship balcony.
0: Oh, yes. For the face off between Dr.
1: Rassilon and the Master. For the way way they did the farewell to the 10th Doctor. No other Doctor's had a farewell like that. No other Doctor will ever have a farewell like that again, I don't believe. Mm. Like, that episode... Like it is, Rusty Davies going. Look at everything I did. Enjoy it. Like, like, literally, like, Ozzy Like, look upon my works and despair. Like he goes full on out. Look at everything that my era Wait, did. Not is even like a, in like a really rude, sharp way, but just like a oh, look no. at everything we've done and everything to bring it together. And he and the man owns bookend. it. Oh yeah. yeah, Rusty Davies is a beautiful bookend end. He's a beautiful man. We love him. Absolutely, he's great. He'd be Absolutely. delighted. It's the only delighted. time I've ever tried to do Rusty Davies. Delight. That's oh, good. Delight. Um, <laughs> So yeah, part two for me. But can we agree on what the best part of this episode is? I'm going to count, do three, two, one, go, and then. But I really mm. hope we agree on the same thing here. I really hope. Okay. Okay. All right. One word. One. One word. Three, two, one, go. Wolf. Wolf. Oh, Bingo! Good. Thank yes. Goodness. Good man. Thank goodness. Bernard Cribbins as Wolf, as the companion. Not something I don't think any of us ever expected, but something no. that
0: I am so glad we got. Match made So in glad. Honestly, honestly, made made that two-parter.
1: You can't come with me when well, you're not leaving me with her, her dad. Fair
0: enough. Yeah, fair enough. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I, <just laughs> come on. I thought it'd Let's be cleaner.
1: Cleaner? I can take yeah. you back home right now. Yeah. Just uh-huh. it's The vibe between them It's just perfect. so good. It's so good. They're so good together. Mm. Like I, I would have loved to have seen more Avengers with them. Now, so I could cool.
0: I could have had a whole I didn't know that I could have had a whole series with Wolf as a companion but that was the living proof I could have I could have seen that for 10 series more it the was unicorn and the very wolf. welcome Unicorn on the Wolf uh, Wolf's Familiar Wolf War 3 Wolf War 3 I think of W's the, W's the unique the unquiet Wolf
1: <laughs> that's yeah, fair, fair, doesn't quite work, but um, I can't think bad, of anything bad, wolf! bad, bad wolf! wolf. That's it, that's there it. We've peaked, we've peaked. There it bad is. Wolf. Well done. I, well I done. There's at least one person who was sat there going, Say bad wolf, say bad wolf. Yeah. Yeah. there we go. That's peak. that's bro. There we go. We've done it. We've done it. So, yeah, so Bernard Cribbins was amazing. What do we think of John Simms the master in this compared to series three?
0: He's off the wall bananas in this for sure. Mm. absolutely i mean i i'm a sucker for a master story i think i enjoyed the saxon stuff more because it was you know this like secret like mission underlying mystery that had been going on for ages yeah um but i think his inclusion in this was to make us all believe that the four knocks was going to be him and we the last person we would suspect would be wolf that's my initial thoughts
1: yeah because I didn't think about he will knock four times as the master at the time. I don't know if anyone else did when when they said it in Planet oh, Dead. Oh, I abs- four absolutely did. didn't 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 think it was a master at all. I didn't. Well, they set it up in the in episode
0: head. with like the his drum beat in the in the head thing. I was like, oh, oh yeah, once that's, we started to go like you know be. the, the yeah. four
1: knocks on the barrel, I was like, oh, oh and then yeah, it was, exactly in your head. It was. was like the noise. it There will have been people when Planet of Dead came out, and they were like four knocks master, but I was like, what. Nine, ten years old. I was not going to know that. Well, stuff. I wasn't going to know actually, that.
0: Actually, as I was just reading some fun facts before, um, a lot of fan theories online um, when Planet of the Dead end, they said, Oh, your song is ending. A lot of people thought that River Song was going to rock up in his final episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But ah. turned out to be a false, and you had to wait until when did she actually officially come back, like
1: four more episodes afterwards. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. Yeah, so not too long. She did not show too long. a bit
1: late, you know. Time travel can never get it in the right order. Uh-uh. Um, but no, I, I love that the master tried to be a different kind of master, a master mm. of the universe, if you will, because he was yeah. cosplaying a Skeletor. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't yeah, realise at yeah, the time yeah. in the episode he actually called him that. I don't know why I didn't realise that oh, until really? late ages after. I, did, he's like, I didn't the think master, I The Master, Harold that. Saxon, Skeletor, whatever you're calling him, what is he doing up there? Like He actually calls him Skeletor, which is great. Because he does look very Skeletor-esque. Mm. Um, but I, I love... He's just basically even more manic. He's got that manic energy of Harold Saxon, but he hasn't got the cover story anymore, he hasn't got that nice no. And so he just gets to run wild. Veil you kind of get lifted. these three different versions of Sim Master, don't You get like the the maniacal guy that's hidden under the facade of the Prime Minister Correct. you get the guy who's lost that disguise died and came back and his basically just kind of manic at this point and Correct. then you get the older grislier more refined master who's been that version for a long time matured mm. and is devious hiding again under a guise but less maniacal in that sense and more just old gritty and a bit crazy you Gosh, get he's three good. different iterations yeah he's John Simp man the man has range oh, you know watch Life on Mars it's peak it's so good I've but watched Mars dogs, I need to watch Mad Dogs again. I'm so desperate to watch that show again. I think I mentioned it to you briefly. Yeah, you have. You have. Yeah, with Mark Warren, who was in Love of Monsters, um, Philip Glenister, who. How has Philip Glenister not been in Doctor Who? We have to have this conversation. Do you even know who Philip Glenister is?
0: Yeah, he's the brother of Paul Glenister.
1: Ro- of Robert Glenister. Yeah, that's actually, what I said. Robert, who played Edison in um, Nikola oh, Tesla's. Oh, we have talked about this we have I know we definitely have because I've talked about this before and Philip Lannister should be have been in Doctor Who he was at London yeah. Film and Comic Con last year and it was one of the ones I didn't go to which guts me because I would have loved to have met that guy I would have loved to oh, um, yeah, yeah, hopefully yeah, I'll do yeah, another one because I love I've that seen, man like, I've seen i this I, man. I grew up watching like bits of Life on Mars and Ashes to Ashes it was definitely a bit too old for me but I still loved mm. it like just I've men- I must have mentioned the having hoops I'm having hoops scene well, yes you have you have definitely yes, mentioned that yeah. to me I'm Gene Hunt your DCI DCI this is 1973 almost dinner time I'm, having oops. I'm Like having he's just oops. He, he mixes like drama and comedy so well for the Glenister. He needs to appear in Doctor Who. shortly But Mad Dogs was a show him, John Sim, Mark Warren, and someone else Max Beasley were in. If you haven't heard me talk about it before, it's basically these four guys who are like middle-aged blokes, they're all going through like personal trauma, be it like divorce or financial issues or whatever, they go on a holiday to Mallorca or something, to their rich friend's flat, and the rich friend has some very bad mafia connections and it all goes downhill from there. Like, it, and it is a dark comedy. Like, yep. a, a, small, a short guy in a Tony Blair mask walks in and shoots somebody, yeah. like, out of nowhere. Like, <laughs> it's a weird vibe. It's a very weird vibe. But it is one of the greatest pieces of television I've ever seen, and I, I do desperately want to watch it again. But it's so hard to get on streaming. So if you're ever interested in something like that, if you love John Sim, him and Philip Glenister, they did Life on Mars together and they did Mad Dogs. They're fantastic. So, point is, I love John Sim, and Philip Glenister should be Doctor Who. So... <laughs> Rusty Davies, and you know what? I'm going to comment on it on his Instagram right now because I know Rusty Davies likes like all the comments he gets. Oh, I'm going to go on whatever his most recent post is, and I'm going to comment. You should have Philip Glanister and Doctor Who. I'm going to do it right now. Please. So for everyone watching this, um, it's a post about um. Oh, I'm not commenting on one about the uh, Bernard Cribbins. Wait, what?
0: Ooh, is this a recent post?
1: Oh yikes! Yeah, I was going to say about this the BAFTA the BAFTA show last night didn't acknowledge Bernard Cribbins' passing. I meant to mention this because this is annoying. They posted with limited time in our broadcast. It isn't possible to honour all those who have passed away. Bernard features in our online records, and given his influential work in TV, he'll be considered for inclusion in the next Television Awards broadcast. Oh. Um, and Rusty Davies shared that and said it's fair enough to remember Bernard Cribbins at the TV BAFTA and not the film. To say he's been considered is the work of an idiot. You should just be there immediately. Yeah, Mm, That's weird. So I'm not commenting on that one. I'm going to the one underneath (laughs) that says you and me on ATVX from February 23. Um, I'm going to put hey Russell, just wondering if Philip Glenister will ever appear. I'm doing this right now. Will ever appear.
0: Live on the air. In
1: Doctor Who. It's criminal. He hasn't yet. Um, and I would love to see him feature in Series 14 with an eye emoji. There we go. With two yeah, eye emojis. Know. There you go. I-, I saw you checking your watch there, but this is an important cause, okay? This is an important cause, okay? Maybe you'll like it before the episode finishes, but there you go. All Maybe. right, so, we've got we've got a bit of time left. We've looked at the audience reviews, so let's wrap up our thoughts at end of time, okay? Oh, yeah. What do you think of the overall plot the master pops back up we got the time lords like what was that all like to you because it was one of the, the first things you saw right
0: yeah it was i had no idea what was going on
1: yeah. but i loved it <laughs> why is james bond in this
0: yeah i i had i had no idea but i i think it's a great story i mean the i've always i think i've said to you before on this podcast that i always think that the what do you call it transformation effect uh is, is a, a bit, bit goofy. goofy bit goofy yeah um, but overall, I think I really enjoy the darker tone of these episodes. I like seeing, um, the time Lords in distress, doctor in distress, um, mm. and seeing, seeing the likes they'll go to. Um, and I mean, David Tennant's just phenomenal in this. And, you know, it's a beautiful book into the Russell T Davis era. I'm glad they got to include Catherine Tate as well. Always a welcome inclusion. Um, but yeah, just a great story. Great story all around. Thank you.
1: Yeah. And I think what's so special about it is if you've, watched it in order, which you obviously didn't, so sorry, hate to rub it in but like, what you it in order, like you don't get much of Gallifrey in Ross Davies' era, no. Gallifrey isn't even mentioned by name until The Runaway Bride, and you don't actually get to see what Gallifrey even remotely looks like until The Sound of Drums Series 3, Episode oh. 12 like he describes it in Gridlock, but you don't see a visual of it until Sound of Drums when he like sits back and describes it while we're all chips I want mm. chips now Um, but actually I- I'm going to go to chips later, so that's great woohoo um, so woo-hoo. so you don't get much information and so you suddenly jump from a few mentions a name drop and a little bit of a visual in series 3 to all of a sudden all the time lords are coming back
0: and you yeah. get to see
1: Gallifrey in ruin and the Doctor's reaction the Doctor's reaction is so good because I love that we have this whole 5-6 minute scene of Bernard and, and David oh, as I said one of the best scenes perfect. of Doctor who being like I won't take the gun I won't shoot the master it's not who I am and the second he knows Gallifrey is involved he's like right Give All me right, that we're... gun. I need to go. Oh, like we got to do it. Like that is how you know, just from a facial expression, and action, and also the musical cue, because when the music goes like dead dramatic, like you just yeah. know immediately stuff's going down. It's going like, down it's right serious. now. Serious. I love that Burnet says like, "That's good, isn't it?" That's your people. Since so he grabs the gun, he goes, "Okay, clearly it's not good." So yeah, <laughs> that, it's a very well set up story that yes. builds on the fact that we haven't heard much about Gallifrey in four series, and then goes right. We're going big for the finale. We're bringing them all back, and also mm. you apparently meet the Doctor's mom. Just mentioning that.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. The the woman who just keeps one of the appearing to Will, who is the Weeping Angel of old. Yeah. Like that that was confirmed by Rusty Davies off like behind the scenes or something that it was. He the he was mom. like
0: yeah I think that's what it was but it's op- it's open to the fans but that's what it was yeah. written with the intent of being.
1: Which is a nice touch. It was a nice yeah. touch. I'm glad they didn't spend too much time on it. Cause it would have been a bit weird and you would have felt like you'd been robbed of an interaction between them. Yeah. Exactly. So leaving it open ended is better that way. Um, but fantastic and yeah Will Wilfie responsible for his death is just oh. and, and and what do you what do you think of? obviously the, one of the best bits is obviously his speech as well I could do so much more yes like have you always liked that speech were you not a fan because some yes. people really don't like that speech no I,
0: I always under I mean I found out later through reading online and you know becoming a part of this Doctor Who family over time um, that people were not a fan of that characterization because you're like, mate, you're, you're you're fine, you're regenerating. But I mean, yeah, part of Ten's whole arc is that he is very vain and likes, you know, likes. That he doesn't want to die. No one wants to die. I mean, yes, he's coming back, but they say it still feels like death. So I I always understand it. I mean, and any if any actor's going to pull off that scene, David Tennant's a, a short sure bet.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Mm. And it almost is like the result. It's it's like watching him have this time Lord like, victorious arc that that re- re- reappears and then disappears in that speech, you know? Yeah. He's like, I could do so much more, but I like the idea, and I don't know whether it was someone said it behind the scenes, but I like the idea that even from the start of his speech, he knows exactly what he's going to have to do. He knows what he's yeah. going to do, and he knows he's going to do it. He's just mm. throwing a bit of a temper tantrum before that because he doesn't want to die. It's not like he's saying, right, I'm actually going to leave you, and then goes, no, I better save him. He knows from the very beginning he's got to save Wilf. Wilf's exactly. fate was never in question. No. But he's, like, just having this big emotional turmoil, you know? All the stuff I can do, everything I can do, and this is my reward. I have to die in a radiation chamber. Like, it's mm. it's a it's a rough thing, and it's an excellent performance. And then the Brilliant one other thing I will say is, was I the only one who thought that when he died in that re- in chamber, we were going to suddenly see Matt Smith pop up in that booth?
0: No, I didn't think that would happen.
1: I think so many people did. I think I oh, really? was a, because because he obviously he like clutches his head and like wraps up in a in a ball, and we knew Matt Smith had been cast. We knew he was coming. We obviously, hadn't seen the regeneration energy. I wondered if because of the way he died, it was going to be slightly different and suddenly pop up and have Matt Smith's face. I genuinely did think that, and then he popped back up again, and I was like... And there's a lot of reactors who do the same thing, like, wait, what, he's okay? Oh. And then he does the, mm, it started, and you're like, oh, okay.
0: Uh, ah, yeah. here we go.
1: Here we yeah. go again. Which just, like, I've never known... The, the words, the phrase, it started, has never been more powerful yeah. and more, like, upsetting... We know what's going down. ...than in we any know what's show, happened. which... To be fair, in modern doctor, I'm trying to think if he's actually said it. The ninth doctor never said it. He's like, you know, I can, I'm doing it now. The tenth doctor said it started. Actually, he said it's twice he said it twice, didn't he? Oh he said it's too late I'm regenerated. Um, Eleventh Doctor didn't say, it's, you know, it's it, uh it's oh, he did say it started. He did. Yeah, because he went, ha, it started. Can't stop it now. This is just the reset. That's right. So he did say that. Twelfth Doctor did say it start- started started. He's like, it started. I'm regenerating. No. No. No! no! Um, but the thirteenth Doctor, I don't. Tag you it. yeah, tag you it, But she just, yeah, because she didn't realise because the Chloe spells went off. She's looking around, going, what, what's going on? Oh,
0: what's... my hands
1: glowing. What's happening there? Oh dear. So, oh, <laughs> imagine she looked at it and gone, Oi, Oi, what's wait. this then? What's this then? Um, <laughs> what's all this? So it's like that, the power of those words, but they they definitely mean the most in that scene with Wilf. You got Valet yeah. de Chen playing, which in case you don't know, I think it's said before, but is Italian for farewell ten or goodbye ten. Mm. that's why it's called Valet De Chim. they're singing in, in I think it's Italian um, you know like the, the songs of old the weeping angels of old beautiful um, but one of the most beautiful pieces of music Valet De Chim. so oh, good it's
0: great one of the best Murray's ever
1: done it's great it's stuff. cinema as they would say Very very good stuff and then he's glowing as much as I am in my camera why has it been so white I don't know it's
0: been very bright
1: but to conclude my dear Chris. What would you give the end of time out of 10? Eight. Only eight? Why only eight? Well, maybe eight and a half-ish. What do you think it's lacking that doesn't get it to a 10? Uh,
0: I don't know. I can't think, if I'm perfectly honest. I can't think. To me,
1: I give it a 10. I think do you give both quite, a 10? Uh, uh, I don't I, think they perfect As a collective story, Doctor I give Who. it a 10.
0: I don't think it's perfect Doctor Who.
1: I don't know. I think it's, it does a really good job of concluding cl- a whole era. Oh, well, it does, really it, does what it, does. it does what it has to do. It's an interesting do. story that's done really well. It's a good farewell to David Tennant. We get a good companion we never thought we'd ever have. The Master's mm. back in Psychotic. Timothy Dalton's Rassilon is fantastic, especially my first encounter with Rassilon. Mm. Like, he's brilliant, even if he's trying to be Thanos. Yeah, um, <laughs> he is. And... Yeah, I think it's just it's just peak. It's peak Doctor Who. We get the waters of okay. Mars and end of time back to back within a month of each other, and it's fantastic. Oh, that would
0: have been a good time to be a Doctor Who fan, I can tell
1: you that much. It would have been. But it's sadly, you started with Corden. So, yeah, as some James fans Corden do. Doctor.
0: As is the way with a lot I of us. I don't
1: know anyone else who started with James Corden, bro. There's got to be someone uh, else out we there. Ha-
0: we have a support group on Facebook, so...
1: Yeah, it's like the WhatsApp group for Who Culture. Have you messaged at them at all yet, or are you still only reacting?
0: I'm just reacting. I'm a bit nervous still, but I recorded my lines. I recorded my lines for it. them today, so... It's exciting um, stuff. Oh, it's very cool. exciting. Have they, got stuff. Any,
1: have they got any jobs going? I'm going to make yeah. this an ongoing bit now. I'm not quite as desperate as it sounds. I would like to work. <laughs> if I'm making an ongoing bit now. Maybe, maybe they'll, maybe they'll like, consider me. Maybe, you
0: know? be, oh, maybe. Uh, no.
1: By the way, crispy, we got a, a presenter role. Who do you think? Who do you think we should? And I just walk in with like John Cena Hello. fanfare. Dun dun, dun dun dun! It's my time, baby. Hello. I'm here. Let's Hello. go. Hello. go. Give a job, <laughs> Hello. Give me a job, please. <laughs> Hello, give me job. Why was that? No, don't do it. Don't do it. Please, give me a job. Don't do it. Um, but speaking of giving me a job I'm giving you a job And your job is to go to sleep So before you go to sleep Crispy Before we conclude yeah. this episode What Are Your Closing Comments
0: My Closing Right
1: up to the mic there With my squeaky chair <coughs> My chair's nearly squeaky as yours I know
0: Not quite that No Mine takes Takes the cake my Squeaky final. chair for
1: everyone Squeaky chair Do it See, I can't hear it on the mic, but I know it's going to be awful in yeah. the episode. That's the one time I do have to worry about a squeaky chair noise. Good stuff. All right, good stuff. Go on, Crispy. Close your thoughts.
0: My final thoughts. The original idea for the 10th Doctor's final story would have seen the TARDIS materialize on board a spacecraft carrying a family of aliens. The Doctor would sacrifice his life to to prevent a radiation leak and save these ordinary, unimportant beings. Although Russell T. Davis liked the notion of the Doctor's regeneration taking place in in such unremarkable circumstances, as opposed to the blockbuster events um, that had characterize each of his season finales he was already concerned that viewers would consider this to be too great of an anti-climax so there you go russell t davis
1: yeah i I agree it would have been i think if it had been part of a series or something maybe but Mm. doctor regenerating are always a big big like big thing climax to an era so it's hard to do a more subtle underrated one i feel like you know but yeah that's my closing thoughts i agree i agree very cool. cool very cool I don't know person. why I say I agree with just a statement that you made. but I yeah. Agree. Anyway, so thank you very much, uh, everyone, for listening to episode 48, looking back on the Series 4 specials. It's been an interesting time, Crispy, is it not?
0: Yeah, it's been pretty damn interesting, mate.
1: Pretty interesting, mate. Pretty, pretty interesting. Yeah. So we're going to wrap up there, and we will see, all well, hopefully next week. I don't know. We'll see. Like, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Be on we'll the see. edge of your back. seat. Our guest has gone to sleep, I believe, which is fair. I mean, she is in a different country. That's, so that's a big thing. am I, hint. and that's I need to hint. go to sleep. Yeah, but you're not important. <gasps> joking, I'm joking. <gasps> Hold oh, no, I will just say very quickly, Doctor just tweeted out that it's uh, uh, Anj... Ange, Ange, Angel, is it how you say her name? Angeli Angeli it didn't show it on the bloomin' Twitter, at her, her, uh, only Anj. Uh, Anjli Mahindra, who played Rani in the Surgeon Adventures, and also the Queen of the Scythra in the Tesla episode, which I mentioned Great. earlier, it's her birthday today.
0: Happy birthday. Happy
1: birthday, Angeli. I love her profile picture, as her with Mandid, but Karaoke. It's that yeah. one video where you know, man, it 35 minutes left, and then Sasha leaps off. <laughs> and I did, and I did that great edit where I put the Spider-Man Three music in. Yeah. It's great. It's great. If you haven't seen that clip, then well, I know where it is, but hopefully you'll find it one day. It's a good. Thank you very much for watching and listening, and we will see you all hopefully next Saturday with an episode. But if not, we'll keep you all posted. Keep an eye on the YouTube Community tab and our Twitter and Instagram at Who's There DW, and we will let you know what's going on and what our plan is. You know, maybe it'll be without Crispy. I can't imagine it, but. Imagine a world without crispy. Wouldn't it be nice? One less shrimp on the Barbie. Ah, oh, God. See you all Leave. next week, everybody.
0: Alon Z. Alon Z, baby.
1: Oh, you're upset now. Sorry. Sorry, I'm buddy.
0: I'm a shrimp. Bye. I'm a little shrimp.